This episode of the podcast is brought to you by finally getting your first kiss. But unfortunately, it's the kiss of death. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that makes you cry. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today... We're weeping. We are we are sad boys. <laughs> we are going to talk about films that genuinely, truly mm-hmm. make us cry. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a, I have been notorious for. Yeah. You're an avid crier in films. Not not a crier in films, but I I always just love movies that make me feel like garbage. Yeah. I, mean, I love movies that make me sad. I like movies that make me feel somber and just depressed i don't know why maybe it's a mental thing maybe, <laughs> we're not gonna maybe, look into I, it, maybe i should see a therapist no you don't need to. yeah i'm fine <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah i don't know um i try to stay away from from like a movie that made me cry because of like an animal dies or something mm-hmm. because i'm like eh, that's a little yeah. like superficial crying like i i, I kind of went more of like a no this movie is making me cry because emotions yeah like true real deep emotions mm-hmm. um and it's also very rare when a film genuinely makes me cry so that's the thing i'm a, i'm a little bit of like a robot i always joke that like i'm comfortably numb with the world um so for me it's it it's very hard to find a film that, like, one, makes me cry, or two, anything that really makes me cry. Except if it's, like, death or, like, loss or anything like that. Or cutting onions. Onions. Fucking hey, man. No, I'm actually stronger than I onions. Can, yo, I can't, <laughs> I can't be inside the same, like, vicinity as an onion. <laughs> Someone starts cutting an onion immediately. Frank, look under your chair. <laughs> Big bag of onions peeled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I definitely like as, as the years have gone on, I've mm-hmm. kind of been doing a lot of like self exploration and I've been getting more kind of in tune with my emotions and sort of like unpacking things. Yeah. So I am actually finding myself a little bit more prone to feeling emotions in a film that like the art is trying to evoke. Mm-hmm. Um, cause for years, I mean, I never cried ever, you, you know, I would watch anything and be like, okay, whatever. That's stupid and done. And then I would, and, <laughs> it's you know. done. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it never really truly affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the past like six months or so I've, things have started to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. That all being said, Zach, why don't you give us the first, do you have five? Were you, was this hard? I have four. Four? I, I, yeah. it, it was hard for me. I have, I basically have four, um, I have, like, two honorable I have, mentions. I have one that I'm, like, I've spoken about this so many times Me that I don't want to, like, dwell on it for too long. But it technically is my fifth one. Um, so, yeah. Why don't you start off, start us off with um, your first one? Well, I'm, I'm just going to start off with the one where it's, like, I don't want to dwell on it because I've talked about it so many times. Um, in and of itself. <laughs> d- like... Legitimately, Yo, you can't get this out of your. I fucking, can't, man. That makes and me I, cry too. And, and I actually, I didn't even think about that one. I want that one. Definitely makes me cry. Yeah, like I want to. I want to rewatch it again. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I told my fiance about it. I was like, "Yo, you want to watch something that like makes you cry?" And she's like, "Anxiety." Has she not like, seen it? No. Oh I, yeah. So when we did it for the podcast, I watched it like in the dark at three p.m. while nobody else was home. Yeah. Um, it was it, it hits, Derek, man. Derek, Derek Del, Del, Del Yeah. yeah. Like man, the the last twenty minutes, like I'm sobbing, it's, and like it's it hits. I I don't do that normally for movies. I so know. like so that was like 
the big eye opener of like, okay, something can make me like this upset. Yeah. Um, but I still love that film. It's still just like a one man play, but like, I, I I've talked about it a lot. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It just it made me physically like somber you should read the the companion piece to it if you love it so mm-hmm. much because i almost feel like you love it more than i do <laughs> uh, like like i'm just talking about this constantly yeah at dude, you talk about you i mean i sh- i remember when i sh- when i brought it up t- to do it i was like really iffy yeah, on if we should do it or not because it's not a typical film that mm-hmm. we would normally do it is a one-man play yeah with magic in it as well <laughs> like it's such a weird kind sleight of sleight of hand yeah sleight of hand and you know but i mean he's just such a good storyteller and the yeah. stories are beautiful um and emotional and they hit and by the end of it i mean yeah you really are just a mess mm-hmm. but i would recommend if you really love a moral or if you really love in and of itself so much then i would really recommend a moral man i actually have the book i can lend it to you if you genuinely want to read it i can't read remember right yeah <laughs> you get the audiobook uh-huh. um a moral man by Derek Delgadio is a really, really good sister piece to it. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't make me cry or anything, but he's just he's just a really good storyteller, and the way he writes is just I really like the, I really like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised. I thought you would have picked that. I didn't even think about it. I was I guess I was going more traditional narratives. Um, I'm surprised that you did pick it again <laughs> for the 80th time. I, I can't shut up about All it. All right, so then I'll, t- I'll pick the one that I have spoken about a lot, mm-hmm. um, and that is Her. Her, 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 is, her. her is one of my picks. Her makes me fucking weep. Wow, we are just, like, blowing through this episode yet. <laughs> like, no. Like, well, Her is also one of my picks. That's fine. Like, yeah. So, um... Yeah, man, her hits me in so many ways yeah. that, I mean, I'm, uh, <sighs> I know Joaquin Phoenix, like the performance alone. It's so good. It It's so amazing to like, just, it's so genuine. Yeah. That, I think that's, that's, that's the, thing the thing that hits the most. Like he feels like a real tangible person. Yes. Like somebody that you've known for years that like is going through the shit that you're you're just like comforting like calling he texting feels like a best friend yeah and samantha she's like so likable yeah even though there's no physical body there like you genuinely almost fall in love with her yourself mm-hmm. even though you don't see so her. the cabin scene made yeah. me cry <laughs> For happiness, <laughs> yeah, and then the ending when like you when find they break out, up. Oh my god, that made me cry yeah, like and, just normally. And dude, the fucking like the way that it's written, like I've said this before about her, but her really is like true poetry. Mm-hmm. And like when she's talking about how she's like, um, she says something to the effect of, "It feels like I'm reading a book." Yeah, and and this and like this time that I'm reading it. Like the space, I'm I'm no longer existing in the words, but I'm existing in the spaces between the words, and like that's she's in like this this mm-hmm. kind of transitional space. Spike Jones, yeah, or or when the too, way like, that he wrote that movie, I, I mean, and he like doesn't do a lot of films. He's got like mm-hmm. three or four movies under his belt. He needs to make more movies because because yeah. they're is, so good. All of his movies are so good. Yeah, like this is a reason why. Like the way that like her hit people. Like, that's a reason why to make more movies. Yeah. Like, the the scene, too, that I think about a lot is, like, when Joaquin Phoenix's character, like... Theodore. Goes, yeah, Theodore. When My he goes, name. Ah, you. <laughs> um, when he goes to the birthday party for, like, his niece, 
and like puts in like the earpiece so then that way she can hear samantha too and samantha is like actually making like a genuine connection with this child i know it's like oh my god it's so adorable (laughs) (laughs) like like you can't make this stuff up no and i mean it's such a it it is a hipster movie like for sure but like i don't give a shit Mm. like the color palette of the film is so beautiful the music really elevates it i think all the time about the scene where she's where he's playing the ukulele mm-hmm. and she's and she starts singing the moon song mm-hmm. and it's just like this this real connection that is happening between these people and you're watching this this love story like slowly bloom into something and again it's so unique because there's no every other romance movie ever for the most part is like it's two people yeah and this is not this is a person and an ai mm-hmm. and a voice and then when she hires the escort oh yeah, yeah to yeah. bring in that person that feels weird yes when you actually have like a physical a phys- yeah. person now being samantha so good mm-hmm. uh yeah that movie, the cat. Th- that movie's fucking heartbreaking mm-hmm. um Oh yeah, the, the Ch- cat choke me with the cat. The cat, the cat scene's weird. <laughs> yeah, um, I wish that almost wasn't in it because I feel like I, it, I feel like <laughs> it's, it's almost so... like the ruining. Piece yeah, yeah, of this yeah. Film. Like it would it would be a flawless movie, but mm-hmm. like that that piece is so strange to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love her. It makes me cry literally every time. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I'll keep going then, yeah. since you're you kind of yeah we did one of mine too. Um. So I wanted to talk about Toy Story three. Oh, okay. Toy Story three hits, <laughs> and I'm and I'm disappointed that they went on with a four. Yeah, I I honestly did not think that we needed. I I, I still have not seen the fourth. Four one. is. I mean, I'll be honest. It's still a pretty good movie. Like mm-hmm. it is honestly pretty solid. But like three was such a perfect send off, and you know, Toy Story three hits probably us. Mm-hmm. Maybe differently than people who are older or younger. We we literally kind of grew up with those characters, yeah. and we, it was we were kind of becoming the age of Andy. Yeah. as the films were being made, I know it's crazy because like when Toy Story one came out, like we were kids, and then Toy Story two, he was like probably like around like fifteen. So it's like it's getting to that age of like I don't play with toys a lot, but I still can play with toys a lot. Um, where it's like, oh, he wants to like give away his toys a little bit, and then yeah, three. I think he's going off to college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there's that he ends up giving his all all of the toys to, um, to the like the neighbor girl across mm-hmm. the street, and it's like, okay, now 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 it's your turn to play with them, and like now it's your turn to kind of have the experiences that I have. Yeah. Um, and man, it fucking hits. I know, and it is so sad to watch. Like the childhood be like the childhood is now done and yeah. I'm and I'm giving my childhood now to you mm-hmm. and now you have to you know and like you're in you theory may- it's like you have to now grow up with them and then you hand it down to somebody else and yeah. like there's kind of this endless endless um loop of just giving it you know hand me downs mm-hmm. but man when I remember watching Toy Story three at my cousin's house and I was a fucking mess <laughs> yeah I was a mess <laughs> I know like I yeah it is it's a very sad ending i didn't even think about it too because like i'm thinking about it now and i'm like oh my god that ending it's just like <laughs> it's so heartbreaking because it's like yeah you you it's like you now have these adventures like yeah. go, like you're young enough to have these adventures with them now yeah it's like i've had my time with you i love you guys but like i have to move on yeah and it's like oh it's hard like for a kid's movie come on i man. know i know 
but it is and I, I think that's also why like I can't bring myself to watch the fourth one because like it capped off like everything. The fourth one again though, it is pretty fun and it is like a it, it is decent. Um I mean it's it's just as good as the other ones, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Like it's not I wouldn't really say that it's lesser than or you know anything other than the than the original trilogy, but it just felt so strange to be like, why? Like we, it, it almost felt like a money grab. Yeah. Like was, was the new girl like in it? Like did Andy come back into it? Like, no, not that I remember. I don't remember Andy. The The whole thing was like sporky. Yeah. Like and that's like, like the spork thing he, that I he, saw. Yeah. About he it. was, they, they, it ended up being like, she made him, there is a girl in it, but I don't even remember if it's like the little girl that Andy gave her all the toys. I don't honestly, dude, it, it was, I saw it like maybe two years ago. Okay. I don't really remember it nearly as much as the other three. Um, but the original trilogy is just, there's all of them are so good. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it's, it was such a perfect ending. So yeah, Toy Story three really, truly does make me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping it in Disney. Nice. Um, uh, 2009 Peter doctors up the first up, like, yeah. 20 minutes of the <laughs> film. <laughs> Tough. L- listen, like, Tough. I, I think, <laughs> I've never ever like maybe like how we did last episode Prince of Egypt yeah. like I've never seen a Disney film like as dark as this like like the first 20 minutes of like actually seeing like the old man like go through life like kind of being like a, a dorky kid and then finding his wife and then like them buying a house together and them doing like all these things and going on like the picnics and then like them getting old and going up that hill that they've been going up to and it's harder to get up and then finally like you know just bam hits you like i i don't even remember like does she have like cancer or something like yeah i think she ends up getting sick i don't mm -hmm. remember exactly what it was but i'm pretty sure she gets sick and then there's just that like cut to him i think like in his home alone because they 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 they, oh my god yeah i'm getting like choked (laughs) up i know they get um the whole thing is like symmetry right Mm -hmm. so it's like they they have her side and his side and his side is i think squares and hers are like ovals Mm -hmm. and they have like their chair and his chair is like this more square chair and then hers is the oval chair and all the picture frames are oval and his are all squares and rectangles um and then, yeah, I'm pretty sure it just there's just, like, that moment where it cuts to, like, him sitting in the chair and all of a sudden she's not there. Yeah. And then you realize that she's gone. The goosebumps right now, man. <laughs> like, it's it's it, it's heavy. It's it's nuts because, like, you would never And think. then the rest of the movie... It's so happy! ...never it's makes like, you feel that like, way. It's so, like, child wonder friendly. Yeah. Like, and, like, the rest of the movie is, like, really, really cool. Like, really nice and happy and, like, gets you back to, the, like, a full circle of, like, that feel-good moment. Yeah. But it's, like, why did we need to get that first, like, 15 minutes of this thing? Because you need to understand who Death. the old man is. <laughs> yeah. You like, understand why he is the way that he is. And, like, I get that. But, like, man, for a Disney movie, it's so rough. And, like, for kids to experience this. And I wonder how a child who's for the first time sitting there watching it would take that. Like, I think, I think it's smart though, to put that as like the first 15 minutes and then the rest of the movie be like such a normal Disney film. Yeah. Like, because, cause you kind of forget if, about it. Yeah. Like if you ended on that note, like kids would be like just crying, breaking things like disaster. But yeah. like, yeah, like I guess it was smart to put it like first thing. So you don't really remember it by yeah. the end of it. 
but man, it it's heavy. Like I, there are some times where it's like I just go and watch like that portion. Just to of cry, the film. yeah, <laughs> just to cry. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Ah, Portrait of a Lady on Fire genuinely does make me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically the the ending where she's looking at the painting yes and she sees the book with the number on mm-hmm. the page uh <laughs> it hurts man yeah the love story there is like it's really such a genuine. again it's like a real blossoming love story and you have this woman who is supposed to be getting kind of like married off mm-hmm. and she ends up having this moment of a summer i guess whatever it is you know over the course of her getting her portrait painted yeah um and they fall in love and then they have this really beautiful kind of relationship but they know that they can't be together so that kind of hurts from the beginning because Mm -hmm. it's like you know that this almost isn't going to end well yeah like their their time is short yeah and it's kind of like a comet right it's like this thing that is going to blaze really hard really bright really quickly and then just die out Mm -hmm. and you know that it's coming but it still hits so hard um, kind of like in real life. Yeah. You know? Uh, and like when she's sitting there across looking at her when they see each other. Um, actually, I don't I don't think she even notices her. Yeah. So the painter notices um, Anne Louise, right? Mm-hmm. And she sees her across at the, uh, what is it? The um, the opera. Yeah. And she's like, the, the music is just swelling. And I mean, she starts, and she starts crying. But for me, what really makes me cry is that moment of seeing the portrait painted and, mm-hmm. and like that page number, because that was that like, was you, you were there in that room with them when that happened. Mm-hmm. And then to see that piece of artwork and then being like, Hey, like I still think about you. Like you're yeah. still, you're still, you know, in my thoughts and like a, a painting that is now in this museum that is being displayed for an art show is you like you're one of the main staples yeah like you'll always be this yeah it was just it's perfect yeah um last one for me i'm actually really surprised that we haven't done this yet uh 2019's uh noah bat bachman bachman noah bachman the marriage story i didn't really care for marriage story really yeah i i really liked it um (laughs) i didn't think that i was gonna like it at first but like there, there's a, there's like a few points like in the film where it's like it's just so heavy. Like I forget their names, but like, um, uh, Adam, Adam Driver, yeah, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson's like characters in it of just like, like the the first couple of minutes where it's like they're telling these tales of like you know what they love about each other, like what they what they know about each other. And it's like, okay, there's, like, genuine love there. Like, the small little things where it's like, oh, like, he likes his haircut, like, cut this certain way. And, like, you know, she always likes to be right but, like, can't take any criticism. So I do it in a way that she knows that she's heard. It's, like, small stuff like that. And then, like, when they actually get to the point where it's, like, you know, their marriage is breaking up. And, like, they have that intense fight, like, in the apartment where it's like oh and he punches the wall yeah which is kind of funny but then like he he like breaks it down by like you know saying like i wish you were dead i wish i wouldn't have to like worry about the situation yeah and then like breaks down on his knees like holding her is like i didn't mean that like i'm just i'm hurt yeah and like all the the stuff that's going on with like the lawyers and everything in the film and then by the end of it like you know there is this nice moment because like there is a child involved and like 
you know, when it comes to divorces and everything like that, like the child gets like split up um, between like so many different ways, like holidays, birthdays, like days that you're on with your mom, days that you're on with your dad. And then, you know, I think it was like Halloween, like, yeah, it it was, ends on. Yep, yep. Um, and like, you know, you get to the point where it's like, oh, like, you know, it's, it's your day. Like he should, he should go home with you. And then Scarlett Johansson is like, no, I think like, you know, he, he kind of wants to like stay with you tonight. Yeah. And it's like that beautiful moment where it's like, it just gets me where it's like, okay, they, they, they understand that they can't be together, but like they, they worked it out. Yeah. And that like, for whatever reason that gets me, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know why maybe I was just like, wasn't in the right headspace or something when I watched Mary's story, but I remember kind of being like, eh, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's they were like, getting a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's an hour and a half. Been there, done that. <laughs> Not divorced, but I've been, I'm a child yeah. of divorce. No, so <laughs> no, you've been divorced yourself like three times. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like it's, um, when it came, like when it came out, everybody was talking about it and like, yeah, I didn't want it to get to the point of like, Forest Gump Titanic yeah. where it's yeah. like it's overhyped and then I just don't see it yeah um but I think I caught it like in a sweet spot where it's like you know I didn't think it was like amazing but I think it was still good yeah um okay so I still have two choices mm-hmm. um so I guess I'll do mine and then you can hop into maybe an honorable mention or yeah. two um so I don't know if you've ever even heard of this film seen this movie uh pieces of a woman no. Shia LaBeouf. Mm. The first like 30 minutes is like one continuous take. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about a woman. I don't remember who the actress is, but Shia LaBeouf's wife in the film. They are, she's pregnant and she's having like a home birth. So they have a, um, what is that called? Like, yeah, a, like a, the, a, a, what is it called? A something mother? In, yeah. Oh, crap. I know what it's called, yeah. too. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, yeah. when it's kind of like a home nurse, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to, she, she's basically trying to not be in the hospital. They're, they're going to do it in home, like, kind of in the bathtub. And, you know, you're starting off with them. They're in their apartment together. And then the baby starts coming. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, the, the midwife. Yes. That's what yes. it's called. The midwife mm-hmm. comes. Um, over, but I guess the midwife actually wasn't available because she, like, she ends up going, I think, into labor early. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the midwife wasn't available. So then there was like a backup midwife. So then this woman shows up um, and she's like guiding her through the pregnancy. And again, it's all like one continuous take. And it's really, really like beautifully shot and super intense. And the baby dies. Oh, fuck. The baby. Yeah. And, like, then the rest of the film is, like, a lawsuit Mm. because it's, like, this midwife, is she responsible for this baby's death? Is Mm. she not? And, like, there's a there's whole thing about, like, then, okay, like, the effects of this woman who now she gave birth to this child and then the baby ended up dying. So, like, you know, the emotional trauma that that had on her. Um, But, I mean, almost, like uncut gems level of stress Mm. in that first like half hour Mm -hmm. where I literally had my hands on my head and I was like, (laughs) I was like grabbing my hair because of, because like they, they play you, they play you a little bit where it's like something sort of seems off with the baby when it's Mm -hmm. born. And then the midwife is like, let me, let me check her out. Okay. She's fine. She steps away. And then, and then it happens again. Mm. And then you find out the baby dies. It hits and it's hard and it's heavy. And I mean, 
how can you not yeah. cry? That's nuts. It's really, really a powerful, powerful opening scene. Um, and just really, really well shot. And the acting is brilliant. Um, and it absolutely makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Damn. Honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, follow that up. Um, <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about it. Like, that's why I put it as an honorable mention. But, like, the ending to Call Me By Your Name. The, um, you know, I was thinking about that movie. And it doesn't make me cry. It it made me, like... It makes you sad. Yeah, like, I think I teared up, but, like, n- nothing, like, fully came out. Um, but it is, like, it's funny because it's, like, the, the same idea of, like, Portrait of a Lady on Fire where it's, like, this love that, like, burns super bright and then dies out because it can't be. Right, and because Army Hammer's a cannibal. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you do what you gotta do, I guess, to be a person. I don't know. Yeah. He's fucking weird, I guess. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Um, the other one that I had was, uh, it, it wasn't, like... It was such, like, a top contender, but I couldn't put it in because it's not a movie. It's from a TV show. Um, when I was a kid, and, like, even now, like, the episode in Pokemon. Oh, God. Yeah. When, when Ash releases, like, Butterfree back into the wild is, like, the saddest moment. Like, to the point where it's, like, I've I've seen, like, where there's, like, a kid's, like, storybook. And it, like, shows that same scene, and, like, I just ball from that. But, like, it was nuts. Like, that episode just being, like, okay, well, you know, the Butterfreeze have, like, a certain lifespan where it's, like, they have to mate and, like, find, like, um, a suitor. Otherwise, like, they die early, which is really already heavy for, like, a Pokemon thing. Yeah. Um, And then it's, like, literally 15 minutes of Ash deciding, like, do I let him be free or do i keep him with like all of my pokemon and like he finally decides like you know they find like this this mountain area where like all of them are like uh supposed to come and that's like their their mating ritual is to like meet at this area and like they're releasing like their pollen and everything so like that so like that way they know and like he releases him and like old yeller almost like situation or whatever i don't know i the thing where it's like, go on, get out of here. Can't you see I don't like you? <laughs> Can't you see I don't want you, you big dumb animal? <laughs> yeah, but like the, the moment. Your big of, dumb butterfly. <laughs> oh, like Butterfree, like just looking back and then being like, thank you. And then going off and then finding someone and then like Ash just bawling. And it's like, yeah, what the fuck, man? We're doing Pokemon. Like yeah, it's just yeah. supposed to be fun. Yeah, it hits. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my last pick and then two honorable mentions mm-hmm. are... um. My last pick is a movie that I haven't watched in a in a in a good amount of time. I've seen it a, a handful of times, and I don't know. I feel like this movie kind of gets like people may may roll their eyes a little bit because it feels a little Oscar baity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think it hits hard, which is uh, Seven Pounds with Will Smith. Have you ever seen Seven Pounds? No, is that? That's not the slavery movie, is it? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> that's seven years of slave. Oh. <laughs> and, that's, and that's not Will Smith. Oh, but he did he, just he, do he it. just came out with a movie, uh yeah, like literally a few weeks ago that mm. just came out with him that I don't know, but I don't care enough to see it. <laughs> um anyway, seven pounds. I almost don't want to ruin it mm-hmm. for you, but I guess I will a little bit. Um, so sorry. But if you haven't seen seven pounds, spoilers. Um, I would recommend watching it though. He is a guy who, uh, his wife, he ends up like getting into a car accident mm-hmm. and his wife dies in the car. 
and he basically is just trying to recover from that and try to like make himself feel better so he's essentially trying to like save people mm. um and the way that he goes about it is you know and again like it's not realistic by any means but like the metaphor is there where mm-hmm. like this one guy that he meets that he thinks like deserves um this guy's like blind mm-hmm so Will Smith ends up like dying in the movie and then he like donates his eyes to the guy and then like that guy can now see and like I don't think that in theory that would actually work that way but you know but he ends up falling in love with this girl and it's kind of like this romance story Um, and you have no idea that this is what he's doing you have no clue Um, and she has like a bad heart Mm. and by the end of it he he, they're they're like a perfect match of course and he gives her the heart and mm-hmm. he like kills himself essentially and then gives her um the heart and she goes on forever and it's kind of like this beautiful moment of like oh it's his heart inside of her they had this beautiful love story so he's always going to be there yeah um just really it just gets me every time mm-hmm. uh really really beautiful film i think mm-hmm. um maybe not the most realistic or anything but you put your you know a little bit of suspension of disbelief a little bit and you can you know i think you can get behind it okay um honorable mention Sound of Metal. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I didn't even think of Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal, while not actually making me cry, the heaviness is there enough, too. I can can see people crying Mm -hmm. from it. You can hear, like, his ex-girlfriend, like, playing the piano for the first time in, like, years. Yeah, and, like, it sounds, like, awful. Yes. Um, And then The Iron Giant. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck. Why didn't I think of the Iron Giant? <laughs> you stay, I go. Yeah, it's it's uh, man. It hits you. If you haven't seen the Iron Giant, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, For Christmas next year, I'm gonna get you the giant screw and just watch you like <laughs> cry. <laughs> it's really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. It hits. Uh, it's powerful, and it's also like. Uh, just it, it really is a great movie that also has like that really good 90s animation yeah it does yep um love the iron giant makes me cry every time mm-hmm. um and those are my picks for nice. movies that made me cry and those are your picks for movies that make you cry mm-hmm. and a television show it's a t- you know gotta have something. good mix of animation some live action we do it all here <laughs> i can even juggle <laughs> <laughs> um recommendation yeah that's you this time i have been getting into physical health lately ah. and not only physical but mental ouija boards <laughs> <laughs> i like it so i'm, I'm pra- yeah i'm becoming a psychic um <laughs> no 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 so this guy is not by any means like underground you you may have even seen him mm-hmm. um but i wanted to recommend andrew huberman mm-hmm. he's i think he's technically like a neuroscientist He's all about like the brain, but he mm-hmm. also does a lot of stuff on the physical body as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, I write. Yeah. So something that I have, I've always struggled with when it came to writing was writing for extended period of time. Like I could pretty much only write for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half to like, that would be pushing it mm-hmm. until I would get like very antsy and have to get up and like walk away. Um, and he kind of explains like how the brain works and how you can like change things about how you 
perceive things and and how you can trick your body and mind into like doing things and enjoying difficult work and hard work and looking at it as a reward instead of like a means to an end essentially mm-hmm. and after kind of like following the steps that he was saying about waking up at a certain time and getting sunlight in your eyes is like the first thing you do uh i went from like being able to write like an hour, an hour and a half max to writing like four hours mm. just continuously and like not feeling fatigued. Um, and then again, he also does a lot of stuff for like physical health for like exercising and testosterone and all these, all these things he do. The dude is, and like really, he's really good at um explaining as well. Like he's, he's like super hyper smart, but he's also, you know, a lot of times guys who are like hyper smart, smart don't really maybe have like the best social skills. Yeah. Um, but he's like super down to earth and he can explain it to us, the layman, um, and not have us feel like complete idiots and be like, what is he talking about? Where, where, what, what are we, what are we doing? Um, yeah, no, he's, he's just really educated and, um, he's helped me sleep better at night because that's something that I also struggle with is like getting a solid eight hours. Um, he's just really good. He's really smart. I would highly recommend Andrew Huberman. He's got a podcast. He's got a YouTube channel. He's been on Joe Rogan a bunch of times. So he's just really good okay cool um i would highly recommend him so we are stepping away from uh our catholic roots (laughs) on this one okay uh and we are going to be talking about a movie that i recently saw and was blown away by and i'm going to encourage you zach Mm -hmm. do not watch the trailer prior to watching the movie okay just watch the movie Mm mm-hmm I don't think you've seen this movie. I hope not anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing a Korean film. Yay. Called I, like those. I Saw the Devil. Oh, I have seen this. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. I like this movie. It's though. really good. Yeah, I like uh, this movie. So we're going to talk about it. Um, I was blown away by mm-hmm. it. So we're going to talk about I Saw the Devil. Um, so look forward to that. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>